Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power, and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adit. I'm a therapist, a mindset coach, and I want to partner with you so we can heal your life together. Welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing with me, your host, Adit. I know it's been some time since I've recorded an episode and a solo one at that. I've taken some time out for myself, for my own mental health and well-being and giving my time, giving myself time to rest, slow down, and really give myself the permission to show up when I'm ready and fully present uh, to serve. And I've had to step away due to another grief and loss in my family. And so I absolutely am excited to be back after taking some time out to myself and really showing up here to be present with you and really take my own advice. You know, oftentimes we are great at giving advice, but not taking it. And I'm working on changing that for myself, that whatever I share with you, I truly am also incorporating in my own life. And that's something that is important to me. And I hope you've had maybe time to browse around the other episodes and catch up and binge on all the other shows and guests that have come on. And I thank you for returning. Thank you for being here. I really value your time, your trust in me, and your also permission to allow me to take time out for myself. You know, to make this sustainable um, is important. And part of keeping it sustainable is also taking some time out when necessary and needed. But I'm back. I am fully excited. I'm present with so much to offer and give to you and serve. And so let's get into the episode. Today, we are going to be talking about people pleasing and tips on how to stop becoming a people pleaser. Now, some of you might be wondering, what is people pleasing? What does that even mean? And, you know, there's different versions of what that can mean. I think depending on who you talk to, depending on the definition of how someone would describe that, some people say, you know, it's not people pleasing and you need to take accountability that you are changing your behavior for somebody else and that's something deeper on on you to work on. Right? Some people say it's from an upbringing uh and seeing family and friends and maybe your culture really model uh, the act of serving other people first at the expense of yourself. And so you don't know any different. You don't know any better until it gets to a point where you're just exhausted and you're like, I am being too forgiving and too nice at the expense of my own well-being. I say yes too much, things like that. So, you know, I think it's important to define it for yourself. I am not someone who is, um, 
you know, really like you have to define it in this specific way. Like I'm not that kind of person. I think that you have your free will to think how you want to define it. I think there are different variations of the definition that resonate for me. One, I really find it empowering to take ownership of it and saying like, yeah, I actually um, you know, d- don't want to s- shame myself, right? So I don't like to really like think about it as like a stigmatized uh, label and like really feel like this is a label that I have to live in for the rest of my life. But instead looking at it through a lens of being empowered and saying like, okay, yeah, I really like people and I like people to like me back. I don't see that as a bad thing. I think in a healthy version I am also taking care of myself along the way so it doesn't become overwhelming to be in a relationship with anybody um, and I have set boundaries and people pleasing is really from a place of I appreciate and value relationships. They matter to me. I, they matter, um, you know, what people feel about me does matter to me. I think it comes from a good place. So I, I, I would like to assume and think that that's the truth um, for me and maybe that sits well with you and maybe you care about relationships and they matter to you. And so that's why, you know, you have characteristics or traits um, that you have some habits that are linked back to people pleasing. So it's not a bad thing. Um, it just, when it gets out of uh, control and it takes over your own well-being, that's when it becomes not so great to be a people pleaser. So you might be thinking, am I a people pleaser? So do you do these things? Being agreeable, avoiding conflict, you have difficulty saying no, you feel stressed out or overwhelmed by relationships and just in general, maybe more than not uh, through life stuff that's happening, passive aggressive communication, you're prone to resentment, you feel responsible for how other people feel. You feel like you have to take that on and fix it, make it better. You do things that make you feel uncomfortable to make other people happy. You pretend to agree with everyone even if you don't. You have a fear of letting other people down. You oftentimes are minimizing your own feelings and your needs. You go to great lengths to avoid conflict. You can't say no or set boundaries without feeling guilty. You're constantly maybe over apologizing, saying I'm sorry constantly, even when it's not your fault. So those are some ways that if you have said yes to a majority of those, um, not once in a while, but oftentimes, if it feels like it's frequent, then it's time to think about reevaluating your habits, right? And these are all habits we have. You can still have healthy relationships and uh, just begin to create new habits and really teaching people how to treat you and really showing yourself that you are deserving and worthy also to have a voice in the relationship and the situation. So the first thing, the first tip that's important is realizing that you have a choice, that it may feel like it's an automatic behavior that you have to say yes, but you actually have a choice. Awareness is often the first step towards change. So realizing in that moment you have a choice, you don't have to say yes right away. You can even say, hey, uh, let me think about that and get back to you. It's important to identify, secondly, your priorities. Once you figure out what your priorities are, what are your goals, what are your, you know, whatever we value, we prioritize. So if you're valuing your health, family, 
um, your business, right? Depending on what is going on in your life at this time, that's where your priorities are. Uh, like for me, I had to prioritize my family before anything else. Before that, it was work. So for me, I, I knew what I needed to say no to because I was prioritizing my family. So those things can really help you set some boundaries, which is the next thing you want to do. Once you know your priorities, it becomes easier to say no to the things that don't align with what you need at that time or your life goals. So then you set boundaries. It's helpful to think about boundaries as an expression of self-love, of uh, also respect for the relationship, because then people know when you're available, when you're not, um, what you're willing to do. Communication is important. Communicating those needs with with love and sharing uh, that with others as well. And just being mindful. You don't have to share every detail as to why. You also can keep information private and share with who you need to and want to have more information. But, you know, really that's what boundaries is. It's, it is something that's really like sacred to you. Uh, and don't be surprised. Some relationships will change when you start to insert some boundaries and that's okay. Some connections don't stay the same, uh, forever. And it's okay to give them some breathing room, some space, and really allowing then something else to come in at, in its place, something new. And it can be scary at first to really set boundaries, use your voice, but with time and practice, it gets easier, it gets really better, and you live a life that feels much more aligned with your goals, with yourself, and creates deeper, meaningful relationships. You know, if someone loves you, they're, they're going to understand. They're going to want the best for you, too. And vice versa, you would want the same for them. You know, some people might even be threatened by your newfound freedom. Uh, that might be reflected back for them. And so they get angry because of that, because they benefited from your people-pleasing lifestyle and habits. So they feel threatened now that you might not be there for them in the way that they are used to. And that's scary for them. And that's important maybe to even name that. If you, uh, if it's someone you really love and care about and want to keep that relationship, it might be worthwhile to talk about it more deeply with them. But in general, boundaries really help you evaluate and make changes to your support system. It really can um, highlight some areas that need some evaluation anyways. Next, you want to think about setting a time limit. When you answer that call and you know, you might not have all the time in the world to be on the call or you set up a time to talk with someone, you know, let them know how much time you have and time blocking maybe for that phone call or trying to let them know I have like a, you know, X amount of time to be able to chat on this call. I do that sometimes with um, some Zoom dates that we've had to have through the pandemic and I get exhausted by being on screens all day. So I let uh, you know, my friend circle know that I need to be off no later than, you know, or for myself, like I'll have to hop off after an hour, for example, um, that like, that's my threshold for the day. And, you know, really sticking to that. And, you know, sometimes I go a little bit over, but that's because I'm choosing in the moment and it feels really nice. Um, but otherwise I've been getting better at communicating my boundaries to others as well. And that's really important for them to know. And it's really made space for us to have a conversation for their boundaries as well. 
creating mantras to really empower you. So thinking like mantras um, that you can write on a post-it and put it around your computer, on your phone. And, uh, you know, some mantras I like would say, I'm allowed to say no. No is a complete sentence. A no to them is a yes to me. I don't have to explain myself to anyone. I'm the guardian of my time and energy. And saying no with conviction, saying no uh, without throwing in a maybe or an I don't know to an invitation, even though you know you're not interested or you're not able to attend, maybe you're not at the emotional bandwidth at the time to say yes. So instead, just cut it, just kind of cut to the point. You know, some ideas of saying no outright might feel really hard in the moment, but just try one of these, you know, try saying, I won't be able to make it. Unfortunately, I'm at capacity. I'll have to pass on that project. I'm honored, but I won't be able to dedicate the time that it deserves. I have plans that day, but thank you for thinking of me. Right, and maybe you might want to say no by setting uh, a delay on the yes, so asking for time. You might not know in the moment um, if you can or if you need some more time, then try saying, instead of saying yes right away, try saying let me get back to you on that. Uh, I don't have it on. I don't have my calendar with me. So let me check when I get home. I need to check with my partner or I need to check with somebody uh, at work. I'm not sure if I have any plans that weekend. So sit with the discomfort because it'll feel uncomfortable. You know, for, for many of us who have people pleasing habits, it's uncomfortable to sit in that uh, intense kind of feeling of guilt or pressure to want to uh, please the other person, right? Fear of judgment, of fear of abandonment, feeling less than or rejection or discomfort. But learn to sit with those feelings. They have less power over you uh, over time. And you just work through, you know, just nurturing them, like just accepting that they exist and each feeling might need a different way to nurture it. So you might want to afterwards do something that feels really nice to take care of yourself. Like for me, that looks like going on a walk, sometimes reading a book, journaling, um, even sometimes just watching a movie on Netflix and just relaxing. Um, it really doesn't have to be a big thing. Uh, sometimes even taking a shower feels really nice. So try different things to nurture yourself afterwards, but just accept that you're going to feel that discomfort. And just remember, you know, one idea um, is to really remember that and really coming back to remembering that your voice matters, just remembering that your voice matters, that you're lovable for being, not doing, celebrate your progress, you know, really write out um, things that you're proud of, things that you're uh, really like thinking about for yourself that, you know, kind of a gratitude for things that you're proud of for yourself. Uh, keeping, um, you know, just like celebrating your small wins, remembering that you can't be everything to everyone all the time, um, that people are going to have to get used to being disappointed and managing that for themselves. Um, at some point, if it feels like it's becoming continuously overwhelming, it, uh, it is helpful to seek professional support. You can, you know, reach out to um, a therapist or a life coach or, you know, someone who has um, some experience. And I would interview them beforehand and making sure that they're uh, experienced in that and, and being able to support you with setting boundaries and really helping um, others who have struggled with people-pleasing habits in the past. 
you know, wanting to help people and make them feel good isn't bad. It's just doing it constantly that it's the expense on our own mental health, right? And it's a way that we've coped. Um, it's not your fault. Uh, for many of us, it's, it's something that we learned again in childhood and, uh, unconsciously it gets brought back up into adulthood. So be gentle with yourself, be kind along the way and, Really remember that those who are for you will understand and and really support you with this and vice versa. This might open up dialogue in your relationship uh, to talk about what their boundaries are. It's, it's you know, thinking about maybe you're being a role model um, while taking care of yourself. And, and if not, that's okay too. That's not the point. But it can happen. It has happened in my life. And I, you know, trust that, you know, along the way that you will find your comfort with this process and giving yourself time through it. With that, I hope you have a wonderful day. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review. I read them. They matter so much to me. They go a long way. I read, I read each and every single one of them. I love hearing from you. So if you have ideas for the show, if there's a topic that you'd like me to cover, send me an email at hello at aditsi.com. I'd love to hear from you. Maybe how has this episode impacted you? It really matters to hear uh, and connect with you. That's something that is important to me. I think connection is something that has really continued to fuel my joy for what I do. And I wish you a wonderful day.